This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. Hope everybody's having a great Friday night, having a good evening. Hope everybody's drinking something delicious. Uh, having a few good things going on here at Drink of Ages Pub tonight. This is uh, actually it's kind of interesting because you know, Astros are playing some Rangers, and it's a good little thing. But tonight we're, we're, we're coming together, Houston and North Texas, in a lot of different ways. Uh, for one, sponsor of this week's show is Roaring Sun's Dadgum IPA. And if you haven't tried this one yet, you need to go get some. 6.6% ABV, citra and lemon drop hops, fresh cut pine, lively bitterness, and intense fruit flavors and aromas. Dadgum IPA, man, it's going to be part of their yearly lineup. And it can be found in 12-ounce cans or on draft at a bunch of different places. So you need to go out there and get some Dadgum IPA from our buddies up there in Fort Worth. Dadgum! But this week's show, uh, we're doing a little more whiskey again. We're kind of switching. Well, actually, everyone here at the table has a beer and whiskey, which I think is honestly the most appropriate way to do any show. Uh, we have from Devil's River Whiskey, Mike Cameron, the founder and master distiller, and we have Don King, the Southeast Texas sales manager, hanging out with us. So welcome down to Houston, guys. Yes, Thank you applause, very much. Applause. Happy to be here. Thank you, John. Then we have our buddy Matt Hall, Director of Operations over at Pizza El Vino. Uh, man, the guy that supplies us with all the good food that keeps this show going. That's right. Yeah, ain't nothing like a whiskey or an IPA with a little bit of pizza, man. You know that. Although, although uh, i got to tell you. Uh, I, You're going to go Stromboli. I, I miss a Stromboli. <laughs> the Chicken Philly Stromboli is, <laughs> is when you, you broke out all these pizzas, I'm going, hey, thanks. Man, that's delicious. It's wonderful. But, man, that chicken Philly Stromboli is one of the best things. There, there's there's two things that I can sit there and I, I talk about. And it's really weird because they're both chicken Phillies. Uh, but Nico Nico's makes the best chicken Philly you'll ever eat. And I mean, the best sandwich in Houston by far, that chicken Philly they make. And then the Stromboli, the chicken Philly Stromboli, man, you guys make. You know, I've got to tell the story, John, about you uh, calling me or emailing me my house one day. And I didn't have it online yet, the Chicken Philly uh, Stromboli. So I get this, I get this call, uh, like on a Sunday afternoon. Apparently, John had been doing uh, his craft the night before. Anyway, I was working. Me. I was <laughs> he working. Was working. Yeah. And I get this call, and, and uh, he says, hey, man, I'm trying to order online. I can't get out of the house right now. Uh, you know, I'm kind of just hanging low. Where's that chicken Philly Stromboli? It's not on your website. I go, no, 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 no. It's under, uh, it's under appetizers, whatever. I said, John, I'll call it in for you. Don't worry about it, man. So we took care of you either way. Hey, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's user-friendly when you call me. Yeah, yeah no, that, that is a magnificent <laughs> piece of art that you guys are making over there with that. Uh, and this whiskey that we're drinking as well is pretty damn tasty. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is um, uh, there's a few people that because there are a few samples that were given out here at the pub and, and people are coming to me going, man, that's really smooth. That's a very nice smooth whiskey. So 
I just drink some, and they're absolutely right. This is something that could be sipped on for how long is the show? An hour? <laughs> how many bottles did you bring? <laughs> Seven. Seven? All right. Yeah, that should be about. That's, that's about right. It's about right. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's you guys. Uh, you guys are up there in Fort Worth. Dallas. Dallas. Yes, sir. No, they're in Dallas. That's right. Roar and Sons is in Fort Worth. That's right. The whiskey is starting to work well. <laughs> Show's only going to improve after this. That's right. Uh, yeah, you guys opened uh, fairly recently. We did. We released uh, Devil's River Bourbon on April 1st. We were the April Fools, and we uh, introduced it on that day. And uh, it has gone very well so far. We've uh, got distribution across the state on the brand, and uh, we're very excited. Uh, the, the legs that it's getting, the feedback we're getting from consumers. We've uh, entered a few competitions, and we've won three gold medals so far in our young young 60 That's days. That's pretty impressive. Oh, jump back. Los Angeles Spirits Competition, Denver Spirits Competition, and also the SIP Awards. So uh, I want to be the Michael Phelps of whiskey is my goal. So. I mean, Michael Phelps, what did he get I to? I think he only had 17 or 18, didn't he? Something, Something like that. that. So that's my goal. Yeah, so by like, like this time next spring, you should be, you should be sitting there. You kind of look like Michael Phelps, just a little bit. Without the body, yeah. <laughs> without the body and without the ponytail. <laughs> but the Speedo, though, yeah, that's why you walked in wearing a Speedo. I was like, man, there's Michael Phelps. Just trying to impress. It said Devil's River on it. That was the scary part. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my uh, Man, so many jokes I can't talk about on ESPN. <laughs> they come to mind. We need Every once in a while, I really feel like the show should be pulled off of the air and put on just straight internet <laughs> for all the conversation that really goes on while we're the doing banter. what we do, the, the banter. banter. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we, we really, honestly, uh, DJ Muskratch, man, we need, a, we need to have like two shows every week and one that actually goes on to the podcast that uh, gets put out there and then the one that actually goes on ESPN yeah because there's a, there's a lot of things that can't be said you know, Disney they, they, they you just need a behind them. the scenes behind the scenes on Drink of Ages behind the scenes Ooh, man it actually would be yeah. more of a reality show if there were cameras that actually showed what happened behind the scenes at this pub I probably wouldn't have a pub <laughs> <laughs> And maybe married, but that's all right. No, I'm just joking. That's right. Actually, my wife, she's here. So, you know, it's half-ass legitimate tonight. Half-ass Mind your P's and Q's. Yeah. I think because she knows it's another whiskey show, she's like, I'm just going to be there for this one. Because the last whiskey show was fantastic. But there were eight different whiskeys that we started off with, cask strength. And then buddy Travis Whitmire brought his cask strength, and we finished two of the two bottles and at least half of all the rest of the bottles well that's a I, good night I, I will i will say this I, I saw john a few days after the show and he and i see each other every week and and uh i saw him a couple days after the show he went he went dark on me there for a little bit and kind of went quiet and i finally saw him I had to bring him some food hence the the chicken philly stromboli situation and uh, when i finally saw him uh he, he looked every bit of like $13. I don't know. I mean, some people look like a million dollars. He looked like $13. He still smelled like a, a whiskey cask. I don't know. I mean, it was a cologne, I thought. Maybe it was some designer stuff since you guys got money. You yeah. Know? And, I think and it wasn't, 
think you're being pretty generous saying that I was thirteen dollars. <laughs> uh, more like owed about twelve. That's uh, how it really you were was. In the red. I was in the red by that by that time. Um, but just 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 I, I do have uh, you know, whiskeys, bourbon. Uh, real quick, let's just kind of go over the difference between for people that don't really know the difference between whiskey and bourbon because you know I'm, I'm talking about devil's river whiskey uh, but we're drinking bourbon well sure yeah uh so first of all today is everybody clap national bourbon day yep all Golf right clap. Golf clap. so june 14th 1964 former president lyndon baines johnson uh put into law that this was official bourbon day so that was kind of special anyway may 5th 1964 congress enacted a true definition of bourbon. So the Appalachian spirit of our country. You cannot make bourbon outside the borders of the United States legally and bring it into this country. People try it, but it's not legal. So um, you can only make and produce you know, bourbon in the United States. So what is bourbon? Bourbon, originally, Elijah Craig was a Baptist minister from the 1700s who uh, created the, the charring barrel. Why did he char barrels? Well. One of the reasons was he was using fish barrels that were full of fish, and he was making whiskey and putting it in these barrels afterwards, and it didn't it didn't pair well. So he charred the barrels to sanitize them, and it became kind of industry standard. The other early distiller was a Jacob Spears, who was the first person that actually used a label on a bourbon and called it bourbon whiskey. That those are both back in the late 18th century. Since then. We've moved through time, and in 1964, we established an Appalachian spirit, which is known as bourbon today. Bourbon, by definition, established by Congress, says that it's got to be 51% corn. It's got to be aged in brand-new American white oak barrels. It's got to be a charred barrel. It's got to be a new barrel. It's got to be aged within the borders of the United States. It's got to be distilled at no more than 160 proof. It's got to be put in the barrel at no more than 125 proof. It's got to be bottled at no less than 80 proof. So if you don't do those things, you can't call it bourbon. That's the definition of bourbon. But it's bourbon itself. There's so many different nuances and varieties of bourbon. Uh, the mash bill, you know, obviously is made up with corn, wheat, rye, malted barley. Those are typically the four ingredients that you find in bourbon. Devil's River specifically is a high rye bourbon. It's got 21% rye in it. I like rye. It's a flavor driver. Most bourbon is 7 to 10% rye. I doubled up on the rye because I wanted to bring that flavor through on the, on the finish. So it starts out bold, and it's got a warm feeling on kind of your, your palate and the sides of your tongue, but it has a clean finish. So that's our product. That's what we do, but there's lots of different varieties of bourbon. Well, we've got to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk more about bourbon. We're going to talk more pizza, pizza Alvino, Devil's Rivers, hanging out with us tonight. Uh, we're here at Drink of Ages Pub. Good times, and Drink of Ages will be right back.
I hope you were able to make it to get some of the Houston Haze from Spindle Tap. It was delicious. Spindle Tap is making some badass beers. If you have not visited the tap room, the air-conditioned tap room, you are missing out. It's only 10 minutes north of downtown. Stop in for some brewery-only releases or grab a pint or three. The main lineup, like Hop Gusher, and they also just redid Tool Pusher slightly so you get even more hops on the, on the back end. Absolutely delicious beers. I love them. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Drinking Bages, we are back on, and we're here over at Drinking Bages Pub, hanging out with my buddy Matt from Pizza Alvino. Yo, yo, yo. And, man, if you guys ever need any pizzas, if you live anywhere close to the pub, man, yep. you need to check out Pizza Alvino, especially... Come see me. What's uh, the half off? Monday, Tuesdays. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesdays. Buy one, get one half off. Yes. Anything um, on the menu? Buy one, get one half off. Fantastic pizzas. Then we also have from Devil's River uh, Whiskey, Mike Cameron and Don Keen hanging out with us. And so, Mike, you gave a very great description of the difference between whiskey and bourbon, which kind of goes along with you know, like Irish whiskeys and champagne and tequila. You know, they're all they're just very regional. Correct. Yeah, it's an appellation. So uh, every spirit that's uh, worth their weight has has made it law in their country so to your point tequila mezcal cognac champagne they've all controlled that it can only be called that if it comes from their area so the u.s finally snapped to and got it done in 1964 and made bourbon a truly american spirit so it's just like you know blues jazz those are truly american iconic part of our culture so just like bourbon is um, the other the other side of it is is that the variety that you can do with bourbon, even though yes they're very similar, it's got corn, it's got rye, it's got mat, you know it's got barley, it's got it's got wheat, but but the, at the end of the day, it's so many different things that create the end the end profile, and that would be things like the yeast strain, even the wood that 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 is made up of the barrel. So you take wood from the higher side of the tree. It's got a higher amount of lignans, which adds to the sweetness profile. You take the lower part of the tree, and you get more tannins. So you, you have a combination of those two things, and it creates a totally unique profile. Where you age it in the warehouse, if it's on the lower floor, the middle floor, or the upper floor, where the heat is, it can give you a different profile. So just because it's the same mash bill doesn't mean that it's going to taste the same at the end. It's about the chemistry that's involved, the wood, the yeast, the process. And so that's what makes bourbon so fun is that there's so many different varieties of bourbon out there. I welcome all the listeners to try all the different bourbons. There's some great choices out there these days. Well, there's a lot of great bourbons out there. And over the last few years, we've seen kind of a spike in actually seeing more bourbons, which is good because, you know, growing up, and I think we're all pretty similar. And, you know, what the well, era that we Mad grew Dog up. 2020 doesn't count. Uh, that, that's, but that's, I'm just saying. I mean, that was I the easiest thing to steal from the store, did. though, when I was 15 years old. And Boone's Farm. <laughs> Boone's Farm. Don't Hill. Uh, and now Zima's made a comeback. It's just like, what the hell's wrong with the world? This is when you know it's actually coming to an end. But 
<laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Uh, the uh, the myth about bourbon is it's got to come from Kentucky, and that couldn't be further from the truth. It can be made anywhere in the borders of our country. With Devil's River, for instance, um, well, let's go back to history. The, the Whiskey Rebellion, the reason that the Whiskey Rebellion happened was because George Washington, our first president, was looking for a way to pay for the American Revolution, so he put taxation on spirits. And uh, these farmers up in Pennsylvania were upset that they'd been doing something which was converting corn to a useful product, which was whiskey. And uh, they were upset. There was a revolt. He brought in the militia to help fight it, and, and uh, they, they migrated down to Kentucky or Tennessee. The only reason they ended up there was because they could escape taxation, and it had great limestone-filtered water. You have to have limestone-filtered water to make good whiskey. So when I was looking at this project, I was looking, where could I get the best limestone-filtered water in the United States? And the answer is at the end of the Devil's River. So you've got the Edwards Plateau, which runs through central Texas, and as it makes its way down through central and southwestern Texas, it gets filtered over and over and over again through gravel beds, through limestone plateaus. By the time it enters the Devil's River, it is the purest water in Texas. It's the purest water probably in the U.S. It's free of any iron. It is rich in calcium, which adds sweetness to the profile. So that's why I've chosen to grab water from the southern end of the river and bring it all the way up to Dallas to make our whiskey. Water is very important for making good whiskey. And uh, so that's where we start with is good water. Well, yeah, so, I mean, you have it. It's great. And, and the, just the logistics of going there, it's got to be pretty. It's a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because hey, you're, 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 when you start talking about Southwest Texas and Devil's River, there's not a whole lot around there. There's no industry. So, I mean, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So you're dealing with, like I said, some very clean water. So it's from San Antonio. It's a four-hour drive. And then you get to a gravel road. You drive 25 miles on this gravel road. You park your vehicle, and you walk down to two miles to the river. That's how hard it is to get to this place. I've, I've set a contract arrangement with a ranch owner. He's got a 10,000-acre ranch on the southern end of the Devil's River, and that's where we've, we've put our deal together, where I buy water from him. We've got a great arrangement. I trade him water for whiskey. It's a great, a great deal. He loves it. So we, Sounds we, like a great relationship. <laughs> Sounds we, like old, old, the Old West being settled in a barter. The barter uh, system's deal. great. Yeah, so so I, 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 buy, I buy tankers of water from him. I truck it up to Dallas, and, and at the end result is what you taste in every bottle of Devil's River. So, Very nice. Yeah, because whenever I first uh, wow. heard about you guys, I was like, Devil's River. I'm like, man, that's not really that close to Dallas. No, it makes sense. And the Devil's River itself is very protected, and we respect the environment. What we do is we take a percentage of the sale of each bottle, and we donate it back to the Devil's River Conservancy, the Devil's River Cleanup. So that, that goes to river protection, river management. Um, and, and then we feel like that's important. If we're going to take water from the area, we feel like we need to give more than we're taking, and that's what we do with the product. So uh, it's a good arrangement. We know. I mean, in Texas, we we love floating our rivers, and we love drinking in our rivers, and we love yeah. I don't know all the things that happens in you know the rivers in Texas, but that doesn't happen at this river. It doesn't. You if you want to float the Devil's River, it's literally a couple months in advance. You've got to go through Texas Parks and Wildlife. They only allow twelve kayaks a day on the entire sixty to seventy mile stretch of the river. You've got to get a permit with your name. 
They want to know where you're going to stay. It's very controlled. Twelve permits a day is all they allow on the entire river. And that's okay because it's a very sensitive area. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's got Caribbean blue waters, but it's, it's, it's very protective and remote and, and special. It's virtually gone untouched for thousands of years. So to float the river, we got to get a hold of Mike Cameron. Is in other words, is that, is that what's happening here? He knows somebody. You, you know somebody that knows somebody. He knows somebody. <laughs> and and uh, I just know the guy in Austin at the Texas Parks and Wildlife who made us fill out all these forms, and he wants to know everything about you and what you're doing down there and all this stuff. But but that's okay. I mean, this is a special place, and and when you get down there, you appreciate how special it is. It's beautiful. I would welcome anybody to go down there and float the river and 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 see how. How pristine this place is! It's fantastic. Yeah, look at the pictures. I mean, it looks phenomenal. But I mean, you, you look at Comal, you look at you know a lot of other fun rivers, Guadalupe. Yeah, you know, they're beautiful. And so you're floating down them, and you're looking in clear blue water, and you're like, oh man, all these beer cans. Yeah, it just, it's just like, well, I don't understand why people want to throw their trash. Yes. Not, not only that. will you want not see beer cans down there, you won't see people down there. That's what's great about it. When you float. You're there with your group, and that's it. That's what makes it special. And uh, so I've really enjoyed it. I've been down there about three times so far, and we've done filming down there. And every time you just come back with just a more, more of appreciation for the place. I don't know about uh, you guys, but I just learned something. I learned. <laughs> I don't even know what I learned. Uh, I, I feel like I need to say something important right now. <laughs> I don't know how you can follow so, that. <laughs> well, one, one other thing about the Devil's River, it was first the, the first recorded discovery of the Devil's River was in 1590 by Spanish explorers. And when they first laid their eyes upon it, they called it San Pedro or St. Peter. And so it was named St. Peter for a couple hundred years. And a legendary Texas Ranger named John Coffey Hayes, which is Hayes County, where San Marcos is, was down there with a couple of rangers who had already pre-surveyed the area and said, Mr. Hayes, this is the devil's, I mean, this is uh, San Pedro or St. Peter. And he said, St. Peter, it looks more like the Devil's River. And, and the reason he said that was because he had been battling Comanches, you know, mesquite thorns, rattlesnakes, Texas heat. It was a, it was a rough place. So, so that was where the name came from. Was a Texas Ranger named it the Devil's River, and uh, it stuck. And that was in 1840, and it's been called that ever since. That's <laughs> a fantastic name. And when we start, we start tagging on the Texas Rangers and to these things. Not, not the baseball team. They're losing team. ten to one right I'm now, sorry. by the way. I'm sorry, not the, not the baseball team, but the actual Texas Rangers. I, what, what what did it? Uh, there was something today that or earlier this week that said something. In, uh, the who's the manager for the Rangers came out and said something. that was like you know they were Houston on their shirts, but we wear Texas on our shirts. And I think the response from one of our players was because they've never nobody knows what Arlington is. <laughs> was that was that you remember, does that sound familiar? That's all fake Done. news. How do you want to call Done. it? Done. You remember that? <laughs> I believe the fifth. I believe the fifth. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk more whiskey, bourbon, pizza. And matter of fact, man, uh, there's not a much better pizza pairing than pizza and whiskey. Hey, so, you, you, no kidding about that. Yeah. Well, I think that's clearly evident around here, John. You're at the bar. Let's, it's all gobbled up. Yeah. And specifically, some pizza alvina and some of this beautiful, man, Devil's River whiskey. All right, we'll be right back. 
is max It really doesn't matter, just stay the hell back Popping much junk, now the time has erosion I pick your card and your name has been chosen Not all about my mouth and all the stick-up scene Duo Cider Company in Dickinson, Texas is making some delicious ciders. The Rodeo Star Cider, which is a medium, dry, traditional, hard apple cider with a crisp, refreshing finish. The Rodeo Star Cherry, which is my favorite, it blends apples and cherries for a distinct fruit character that you need to try. Check them out on Facebook or go visit their tap room down in Dickinson, Texas. Go to pizzaalvino.com. Then once you're there, click on the Receive Newsletter and leave your email address. Your name will be selected in a drawing for two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints of their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizzo Vino. Also, Pizzo Vino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strambolis. And speaking of strombolias, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak stromboli. Absolutely delicious. Drink of Ages. Hope everybody is doing great tonight. Ah, man, we're sitting over here talking a lot of bourbon, whiskey, history, eating a lot of pizza. But uh, we, have, we, have, we have some great guests on tonight. And Mike Cameron, founder and master distiller from over Devil's River Bourbon Whiskey Company out of Dallas. Pizza Alvino, buddy Matt hanging out. Hey, I'm right here. And if you've ever been to the pub on any of the shows and you see Matt come running here with come on, get it. always feeding us very well. But what I would tell you, Ben, uh, like we were talking about during the break, man, just a history of a lot of different things. Yeah, I'm a history buff, and, and the only books I ever read are like history books, and I go through faith. So this has been very interesting, very interesting show. Uh, you guys, well, actually, let's talk about you for a little bit. Um, Mike, you are the president of the Texas Distilled Spirits Association. That's correct. Uh, we started the organization about five years ago, and um, there are uh, currently 105 DSP holders in the state of Texas, and DSP stands for Distilled Spirits Permits Holders. And uh, currently we have about 35 members. Uh, so we don't have all of the distillers in Texas, but we've got, we've got a third of them. And we're growing. And we, we push legislative issues through, like trying to uh, allow us to sell more product out of our distilleries, you know, for instance. Um, and we've, we've gained some ground there. You can now go to a Texas distillery. You can buy two bottles per person per month. You can buy a cocktail at a distillery, which is great. 
That part is uh, the two bottles per month still doesn't make much sense. But the fact that you can go to a distillery now and buy cocktails, that is just nothing but profit in the distilleries. I mean, it's a good, it's a good way to keep the business going. It is. We're actually the only tier that actually has the ability to share all three tiers. We, we sell product. We, sell, we can act like a bar. We can act like a distributor. And we can be a manufacturer. So it's really special. Uh, the odds were stacked against us to pass these rules, but we got them done. We had a, we had a good uh, lobby group that helped us get the laws passed, and we're hoping we can continue to grow that. So when you come into a distillery, uh, people from out of state, they get frustrated because they, they can only buy two bottles. And some of our fellow distillers make six or eight expressions. And, you know, they get home and they get, they, they're frustrated. They get mad at us, but we can't sell them more than two per month. So, Well, and ha- also the fact that you guys have to track that. That's the other thing. That's just, uh, you guys have to keep track of how many bottles each person are buying. That's correct. We've got to take their ID. We have to keep a manifest, and they kind of get bothered by that. I mean, if you go into a liquor store, they don't require you to check your ID unless you're, like, young-looking. But um, we have to do that, and, and people sometimes are bothered by that as well. So we, we tolerate it. We deal with it. But uh, we're hoping the laws change and, and get better. But talking about Texas distilleries specifically, um, Going back to the 1800s, there were actually distilleries in Texas. A lot of people don't realize that, making whiskey and and a lot of other different products here, and a lot of breweries in Texas. Well, I mean, but just throughout all of history, people wanted to drink. They they wanted beer, they wanted whiskey, they wanted they wanted that. Pro- so. Prohibition was a it was a uh, definite historical sign of that. It's recession proof. Yes, I mean it, it is. That's yes. what it is. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's funny you say that, uh, Mike. The, I always get a kick out of Jack Daniel's Distillery being in Lynchburg, which is a dry county, and even the people—they've made commercials about it. Yeah, now they're making commercials but, about. I being. mean, it's the truth though, that you have to be across, I guess, county line to. to well, uh, actually, back in October of last year, they just started serving samples at Jack Daniel's. It's. Uh, but that's another example of laws finally loosening up a little bit and changing. But uh, you go back to 1870, for instance. There was 3,500 breweries in the United States. There was 2,500 distilleries in the United States. At, at the end of Prohibition, there was six distilleries. There was 12 breweries. It killed an industry. Thousands of people lost their jobs. Businesses closed. And it was the worst. It was the worst. Government. Millions of people lost their life. <laughs> exactly. So if you knew ju- the person, they knew the person, though. Yeah. So, ju- <laughs> so we're just on the brewery side. We're just now recovering from prohibition. So today we're looking at about thirty-five hundred to four thousand breweries in the United States, and distilleries are, are quickly catching up. So it's taking a long time to catch up, but it's great for the consumer because there's all these great choices and expressions, and and that's the way it should be. You know, the millennial consumer, especially they. It's not only about fashion. It's not about food. It's about spirits and, and, and all different types of things. I mean, you make your your products that appeal to people that want something different, and that's what you offer. Yes, sir. So it, it, it's great to see it finally making a comeback. But look how long it took. So government getting involved in our business is, is not a good thing. It's always a bad idea. I mean, every single time. Yeah. Think about how much tax revenue they lost. I don't, yes, don't get me started on taxes and everything else during this show because they, they will take me off the air. Hey, John, you know what I think we're in the presence of? What's that? we got an overachiever right here. 
He's definitely an overachiever. Well, we have someone who uh, you you're one of the co-founders of Rebecca Creek, and uh, which makes fantastic spirits and some really good beers. Thank you. Yes, uh, we started that project about uh, eight years ago, and uh, I always wanted to do a bourbon, so I uh, broke away from that company a couple years ago and uh, began working on developing just a world-class bourbon, and uh, that's the result of what you're tasting tonight, which is Devil's River. Um, Again, the mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. Most bourbons are 7 to 10% rye, and I, I wanted to double up on that. And, and rye is a flavor driver, and, it, and it, you guys tasted it tonight. You can feel that, that warmth on the side of your tongue and the back of your throat. It's got a clean finish. The reason it has a clean finish is we use a proprietary chill filtration system. What we do is we, at the end of the distillation process, we, we put it through a chill filtration system which takes out some of the harsh alcohol overtones. This is a 90-proof whiskey. It's 45% alcohol. It doesn't taste like it. I it mean, sneaks it's up on you. Be careful. Oh, no, no. So. I'm, 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 as people listening knows, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> definitely snug up on me. We got a creeper. Yes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we, 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 we've been very happy with the final result, and we've got distribution across the state. We're going to focus on the state of Texas. This is my home. This is where we live and we want to build this brand in texas for the next couple of years and then we'll start developing in contiguous states but through 2018 we're going to be in texas only building this brand reaching out to fellow texans and and growing the growing the brand so well mike i mean you opened up the the slurry up in dallas but you have a lot of houston roots i mean you are from houston yes i i am i uh lived here most of my youth and uh was here for about 20 years. My father was in the oil and gas business, and uh, we transferred a lot between Houston and Tulsa, Oklahoma, many years back and forth. I almost felt like a military brat back in those days, mm-hmm. but um, ended up in San Antonio because my uh, my children live there, and I wanted to be close to them, and uh, I, I, my family still lives here in Houston. I've got a lot of friends here, so I love this town. It's been very supportive of our brands, and uh, so I come back whenever I can. All right, we're going to take another quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk more whiskey, bourbons, pizzas. Start a brewery or distillery, or you've been around for years. The badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or 
use multiple suppliers for your branded merchandise. Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cash Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out at cashbranding.com. show that it's like this every once in a while 
DJ Muskrat. It's like, man, I wish we could do, we need to do two hours, which is probably almost every show. We could easily do two hours, but in the same regard, a lot of shows we can't do two hours because of the type of show that we're doing. So, you know, by I mean, the second hour would just be completely done. But I think this one in particular, though, we could we could get a, a There will be a covered, test at the man. end of the show. There will be a test. His, history test. I don't know about you guys, but I got my abacus out. All, all I know is uh, just answer D, all of the above, and you're going to get it right. <laughs> You'll get it right. All right, so Mike Cameron, founder and master distiller of Devil's River Whiskey, and buddy Matt Hall, director of operations at Peace Alvino, right down the street from the pub here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm so mad, Matt, because uh, I think I think I think the only way to make this right is Monday. I will be here. Okay. Because I, I actually worked the pub on Monday to put everything back in order, and I think I think a, a chicken Philly stromboli. Just to make it right. Just to make it right. Just to even the playing field. Just to even even it out, man. I think that, you know that would what I be think the best way to go. I think you got Mike Cameron to 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 get this deal going because that's what he does. He gets things rolling, okay, and he and he, he straightens his whole thing out, okay. So he, so what he's done is infuse into me by osmosis, okay, some distilling stuff here going on. A chicken Philly stromboli. It's, it's what's happening. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be scientific, but I, I'm apparently missing. Well, I mean, he did say osmosis. I mean, that's, that's that's something. I, I can go double osmosis too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I I don't think, know what it means, I think, but I can do it. I think double pepperoni right, is a better way to I go. go. Do- hey, and you know what? <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about being down here at Drink of Ages tonight is we have blown through what six or eight large pizzas. I got I got three or four more coming. The uh, the architect over here, Cameron, he, he's uh, he he requested one. He missed out because he was too busy giving us a science lesson, a very educational science lesson. So we got more coming here in about thirty minutes. Man, I I don't know how we started the show where I am out of beer and out of whiskey, but you know what? I'm gonna That's let you guys talk problem. about you guys talk amongst yourself for yes. a few minutes. Uh, go ahead and interview each other, and I'll be right no problem. back. Hey, Mike, I was. Uh, it's very interesting about the Devil's River. I want to know how to get a tube on there, and and if so, do I have to bathe in something first to, to you know, so I don't I don't mess up the water or anything? Most guy gets it. First of all, it's a three day trip, so if you want to float down a fairly slow river for three days. You know, knock yourself out. Just pack, just pack in, pack out. You know, bring a, you know, bring your food, bring your tent, and be prepared to uh, for some challenges. There's some, uh, there's Dolan Falls. There's uh, some. Rough, well, you're some my guide. Areas. Yeah, you're the guide. I'll be in a kayak. Do we have Do we have to hunt our own food? The and, fishing's and incredible. The fishing's it's, incredible. It's catch and release, but if you're hungry, then we'll catch. So it's know? sushi. <laughs> <laughs> sushi pizza. I mean, could you cook that? Could you? Could you do I, that? I, you know what? I, I don't know, but with all your knowledge and genius, I'm willing to try it, boss. I want you. I want you to help me out here a little bit. Absolutely. But no, it's uh, that. That sounds like a fascinating place that that you can just, uh, you can just, you know. I can't even imagine. Vacation it really is. It's off the grid. Or, you have no cell service there. Uh, you can have no communication yep. with anybody, not because you don't want to, because you can't. I mean, there's no cell service down there. And it's just, uh, there, there's there's caves down there with uh, Indian drawings inside the caves that are 4,000 years old. 
it, it, it's just so special. It, it's so remote and so out of the way. I just can't say enough how special this place is. You can go to our website, devilsriverwhiskey.com, and we've got a link called Our Story. And there's a video of some footage we did with a drone flying over the Devil's River and some of the regions of there. But you can you can get an idea and capture some of the beauty that that we that we were able to film down there. But it, it is you look at this place, you think this is Texas. I mean, Caribbean blue waters, remote, just just uh, cliffs, wild. I mean, there, there's cliffs, cliffs going down into box canyons. The I mean, just. Uh, it's just amazing. It really is. It's a really special place. You know, Mike, the other thing, and we were talking about this at break, The uh, they can go on your website, sign up for newsletter. Talk a little bit about that, Buff. At the end of our, uh, at, at the bottom of the page on uh, on the main the main page, there, there's an area where you can become a devil's advocate. Nice. And just put in your email address, and we will put you on our quarterly email. We will not sell your name to anybody. But we will send you a quarterly email about our brand and what's going on with uh, with the project and, and keep you informed. If, if you don't want to be involved, just, just uh, opt out. But um, not trying to overwhelm anybody with too many emails, but once a quarter, some information about our brand. Very nice. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to sign up. I don't know about you, John Denman. But no, I already did. And just like I signed up on to Pizza Alvino's, <laughs> I you did get that one because I a want to win. Advocate. Pizza Alvino, they, they, they give away, like, uh, brewery passes and all kind of different things. Actually, I'm going to give some more away tonight. Well, yeah, it's Friday night. I'm giving more away. Excellent. Got to get on the email, pizzalivino.com. Go to my newsletter, uh, VIP tours to St. Arnold's Brewery. Your friends and mine. Yeah, back to the OGs, man, of the Houston area. And this, this whole last week has been very fantastic, just watching St. Arnold Brewery and just seeing how many people were so excited about Birthday film again, yeah, twenty three right? years, twenty three years, and we did last week's show with Brock and all the all the different breweries that were on. Uh, they did little tribute beers to St. Arnold, and man, it's just it's, it's just it's good to see the brewery community and how it, how it's blooming in Houston and the whiskey community and the spirits distilling community. Uh, man, it, it's it's. Not quite there, and, and and I would love to see a lot more distilleries around Houston. They're on the way. I mean, there's uh, I get I get calls all the time with the Texas Chill Spirits Association as far as people that want to become members that have interest in being involved and want to open up their own operations. But uh, you know, it, a lot of people don't realize, and this is an interesting fact: Augustus Bush was way ahead of his time. In 1870, he came to Texas. And he partnered up with some San Antonio investors, and he opened up something called Lone Star Brewing Association. And that wasn't Lone Star Beer. That was a beer called Alamo Beer, Cabinet Beer, and Erlanger Beer. Wow. And they produced those beers up until 1918. They were very successful, one of the largest breweries in the southern part of the United States. It is now the location of the San Antonio Art Museum. But he also opened up a brewery in Fort Worth and called it Blue Bonnet in, in, in Fort Worth Brewing Company. He went over to Houston and called the Houston Brewing Company. He went to New Orleans and had and had New Orleans Brewing Association. So, I mean, say what you will about the big guys, you know, Budweiser, but they were way ahead of their time. They understood local and how important it was, and and had he had a chance to expand his vision, it, the landscape may have been completely different, but, but he was way ahead of his time back in the 1800s coming to Texas and in Louisiana and creating all these concepts for local. 
It's very interesting to see the history of that. And the, the the history lesson that we all learned tonight is something that that you know we're not charging you for. It's it's just uh, you know listening to some Dream of Ages radio, and man, but Mike, what you said, man, tonight is learning about bourbon. We need to do a whole nother show just on history of something. I don't know. You pick it. You pick it. Let's just do a whole show about. Do that. what Mike does. That's 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 where I'm at. Just right just now. yeah. Do what Mike does. Open several distilleries, make great stuff, and hang out and, and have fun. And have fun. And have fun while doing it. Yep. And got crystal clear water. He can tube when he wants. You know, I mean. <laughs> so I got you know when you drink Devil's River whiskey, you're, you if, if you do tube, but you you know I mean we taste a little Mike in there too. I mean you got your own personal touch on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it so sweet. That's right. All right, well, Matt Hall, Director of Operations at Pizza Alvino, right here by the pub. Thanks yep. for coming and hanging out. Thanks for bringing pizza to everybody. Please, come uh, down, see me. Come down, see me anytime. Ask order any online. The the whole order thing. online. Go online. Sign up for my newsletter. Always giving away VIP passes to St. Arnold's Brewery for new uh, email uh, uh, signees. Um, come down, see me anytime, and uh, obviously, home John Benman's favorite chicken Philly stromboli. Oh man, Ed, anybody that hasn't ordered this yet that lives anywhere, it's an experience. This place, yeah, you definitely need to order. It's an experience, you know. And and uh, you know, I get my texts and emails from John, and, and he describes uh, the the food with a lot of uh, very descriptive terms. I, there may, I there may be there. some beers involved in the description. Like at two a.m. Yeah, I, sometimes. Know, sometimes. You, <laughs> All I get is it's just so damn good. It's Four o'clock so in the morning. Good. Hey Matt, can you open up the? <laughs> I need a stromboli. Open up, man. I'm can right down the street, man. Up. Where are you? You guys have been talking about this all night. I gotta try it. It must be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. It is. It I is. tell you, make you want to slap your mama. It's yep. unbelievable. And Mike Cameron, founder of the Devil's River uh, Whiskey Company, man. Hey, you guys, are, th- this is very good. Now I'm looking for mine in front of me, but. It is empty, but we, there's a bottle beside me, and we're going to continue this show after this. So if you're in the area, stop by Dream of Ages Pub. We're having a good night tonight, and, man, appreciate you coming on. Happy to be here. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. Again, go out there and drink some Ryan Sons Dad Gum IPA. I mean, who doesn't like a good IPA? And this is 6.6% ABV. <laughs> I'm getting my hand motions across the table. God, I love it. I love it. Every show is sponsored by Buffalo Buyer Brewing Company. You can listen to that by going to iTunes or DreamAges.com. And, man, thank everybody for listening. Everybody be safe. Go Astros. Go First Rose. We'll talk to everybody next week.